Hello, lovers. I really, it's Get Wood. Hi, it's Jess Wood. I do apologize for last week's audio situation. It wasn't fair at all. And this week, oh, well, hello. It's Jess Wood coming to you live with Get Wood. I know, I can't believe it either. I'm back. Um, it's very exciting to be here. I'm back on Instagram Live as well as on Amadeus. Hello and good morning and welcome to Get Wood. I am flush with 80s uh, memorabilia and regalia. Would you care for a little Hello Kitty chain? How about some door knocker, silver fake Anaphila, shabow bow, bidididow, da 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 da. Yeah, welcome to Get Wood. Happy New Year, fuckers. Happy New Year, my little lovers. Oh my goodness, it's good to see everybody. I uh, <laughs> did you have a good New Year's? Did you get on your? Did you get on your own nerves about shit, or were you cool with yourself? Because hey, hey, everybody. Um, because I gotta say, it's a real practice to try to just be. Uh, chill with yourself. You know what I'm talking about? And so I'm not a resolution lady. I'm not. I don't. Resolutions make me feel bad, fuckers. I already feel bad as it is a lot of the time. I don't want to feel bad because I didn't do a, you know, a gym membership or fucking eat a broccoli every day. So what I do and what I recommend highly is I write down all the things I feel I accomplished. Accomplished. Yes. Instead of resolutions like "Mm, I'm not good enough, I write down the things that I feel I accomplished. And I'm so happy to say nothing is too big or small. You could write anything down. Like I wrote down a couple times like when I went to meet people for, you know, coffee, because that's a big accomplishment for me. I think a lot of us have a harder time getting out than we know, especially in all this, you know, mm, pandemic fucking mishaps. Look at what, look at what's happening over here. What's that? Self-care? Bitch, I was doing this shit before New Year's. Mm-hmm. However, I will say that I wrote down that I had been doing smoothies and how it was an accomplishment because accomplishments are better to write down on New Year's than resolutions because you are good enough Fuck, man, we're all being told we're not enough all the time. You know what I mean? And then you, you need that new sweater. That's what, <laughs> that's what America is like. You're not enough. Buy this new car. You know what I mean? You're not enough. You need a gun. You know, like, America, shut the fuck up. By the by, this shirt is from a thrift shop, and I did the tie-dyeing. Fuck off. I know. I'm a creative bitch. And these are from, who knows, a dollar store, I want to say. This happening little hot fucking choker from Hello. This hot Hello Kitty choker is from Hot Topics. Shut up. Yes. I took myself to Hot Topics because it was my birthday. Yeah. It was my birthday. It was my birthday. It was my birthday. I know. <clears throat> Don't don't pull a muscle lady. Oh my God. It was my birthday. And I was so overwhelmed with how much love you motherfuckers. It's, I see you, you lovers out there, you fucking lovers. I was so touched by all, well, I've been touched for a long time, not just in the vaginal area as a child, but also in the head as an adult touched. And I, um, bamboo earrings, at least two pair. Hey, 
I want a round the way girl or a flat fly girl. I mean, there's a lot of girls who in our generation. <laughs> so thank you, baby. Thanks, everybody. Happy everything to everyone. I mean, I hope everybody's healthy and happy. So I just want to say I was overwhelmed with the birthday stuff. It was so beautiful. It really kind of made me cry. It made me cry. Your pal just cried. And um, thanks, Sunny. You know, my friend, Carla, let's give it up for Carla Vasquez. She also has a beautiful uh, podcast called Carla Thinks Out Loud. And she cut my hair in my kitchen. Oh, I felt so... Uh, what was that movie? Magnol Sugar Magnolias? No. Nope. Steel Magnolias. Steel Magnolias? Didn't they cut their hair in the, cut their hair in the, in the kitchen? You know, Steel Magnolias? I forget. Anyways. So anyhow, um, I hope everyone had a good New Year's. I've been writing down my accomplishments for the year. It makes me feel so much better. I recommend it highly. Um, nothing's too small. Uh, I also realized that I've always done stuff on New Year's Eve that's been kind of, you know, pushing my, I, I challenge myself a lot, I have to say. I Well, I used to just try to go to Grateful Dead shows <laughs> and take as much acid as possible. Goodbye. And uh, now, well, I've, since then, I've gone to Buddhist, uh, you know, New Year's where you, where you um, meditate until the New Year from like, oh my God, from like 11 p.m. to fucking 12 a.m. And in New York City, the best fucking some of the best New Year's Eves I've had in this, in my Dharma, in the Dharma. <laughs> it's the Buddhist community, in the community, in the fucking room. It's just a little room above a, you know, a loft and uh, like a two flight walk up New Yorkers. And we would be in there quiet as fuck for, you know, an hour, hour and a half. And then all of a sudden you didn't even need the bell to ring because all the motherfucking bells in the city would be ringing. <sighs> Happy fucking New Year's. Happy New Year's. And by the way, do you say New Year's or New Year? Because I say New Year's. I like Happy New Year's. And you know what? It's another thing me and Albuquerque have in common. Oh my God, Albuquerque. You and I are so fucking kismet. You understand what I say when I say kismet? Bing bong. Fuck your life. Oh my God, we're kismet. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. So this New Year's was also different. Well, let's go back a couple years because I was going through my notes, you know, and I have been doing the show for quite a while, a couple years now. Um, and in 2019, the new year from bing bong, the new year's from, uh, new year's Eve from 12, from 2019 to 2020. What is my problem? <laughs> See, sometimes you can tell I've smoked a lot of PCP when I start to stutter and things like that. You go, oh yeah, she did. She huffed paint as a as a teenager. No wonder she has a hard time forming sentences sometimes. <laughs> so I look back and the New Year's from 19 to 20 was... Uh, I went to my friend Stephen Ellis's house. Big shout out to Stephen Ellis. That's my boy. And I went to his house. I didn't, knowing no one that was going to be at his party, but I took a little acid because I figured, well, acid will make me social. And it did. And so I guess that's my trick. If I want to go to a party or a, a happening or a social gathering, just a little, just a micro dose of a dose. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. You know, psychedelic honeys out there. So I 
I was all dosed out and I was like, yeah, this is a good party. This is a good party. But then all of a sudden I'm very far away from my home and it's New Year's Eve. So they're jacking the prices up on the lifts and all that shit. So I'm like, uh oh, what am I going to do? I got to get back to Hollyweird. And I'm over here in, where is he at? Some sort of heights, Montecito Heights. It's far away. It's far away from where I live. And so I found a couple and I hooked up with them. I mean, not a threesome, although, <laughs> hello. Uh, I. <laughs> I don't believe either that a threesome is is not just three people having sex. I believe it is. I believe a threesome is two guys and a girl. I believe a threesome is two girls and a guy. I am not down with that whole idea. And you, you hear this from straight guys all the time. A threesome with two guys and a girl is a train. No, it's not. Trust me. I've been there and I've done that. Meow. Uh, meow. Oh, speaking of meow, what's up, sunshine? Hey, Maya. Hey, girl. Hey. All my girls are up in here. Um, listen, I'm going to have to get to like a studio or something like that and put my shit on YouTube because this is, this is, this is technically, it just doesn't want to work. My computer, my whole situation. That's all. That's all. I won't, I won't go into it. So that was my acid trip at his party. And I'm like, Oh, I got to get with this couple. Now this couple takes me under their wing. They're like, Oh, this girl's on acid lady, lady, young lady. She's on acid. She's on acid. We got to take her in our lift. So I'm like, but I'll split it with you. So I Venmo them. I mean, I'm aware enough to Venmo motherfucker $10. So I Venmo them some money. They put me in the lift. We go in the lift. And I hadn't been really that high when I was at the party. You know, I was just like enough, you know, to kind of get me through, be social, be kind of funny and silly. And then all of a sudden they drop me in front of their house and they're not near. Well, they're like a mile and a half from my house in Hollywood, but they're up in this pretty, they're up in this very pretty apartment building, brand new, you know, glass with all the building, all the windows. And I'm down on the street in front of this very expensive looking building in my like New Year's outfit. It's a two o'clock in the morning and I'm so fucking high all of a sudden on this acid. I'm like, where where was this acid trip at the party? I was just at this party for four hours and I had a whole situation with New Year's and the dancing and the whole thing. But no, now that I'm standing on the corner of Western Avenue and Hollywood Boulevard, P.S. One of the most frightening, one of the more frightening street corners that I have stood on in my life. And I've been there many times before. I lived there in 2001 and guess what it was famous for? I don't know, some gang shootouts, you know, Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. Gang shootouts. That's right. My people shooting, ganging, doing the things. L.A., you will get shot in a drive-by on accident. That poor baby girl. I put, I put big prayers out to that poor baby girl that got shot in the Burlington Coat Factory. That is my worst nightmare. I'm shop. It's like your favorite thing and then your worst thing. It's like your favorite thing. Like, I'm getting a new dress. You know, oh, she was Kinsinetta shopping. Motherfucking God damn, what kind of God? That is a spiteful God. And then this fucking LAPD. It's the LAPD. It's the LAPD. Who are we trying to fucking fool? We know who the fuck it is. And this girl, oh my God, I'd be like, yeah, my, my dress, my dress. And then fucking, you're dead. I mean, my God, what a horrifying, how did I get into that story? Anyway, uh, happy new year. So I'm standing on the corner. Oh yeah, I'm standing on the corner of Western and Hollywood Boulevard. That's how I got into that story. Goddamn shots rang out. And so I realize now, oh, I better call a lift because I can't. What am I going to walk home? Thing was, my little brain tells me, you can walk home, Jessica. You grew up here in this nasty, disgusting Hollywood area. I grew up. I remember walking two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, you know, 13 years old, walking through the hood of Hollywood. We didn't care. We didn't care. Well, I was also high on PCP. So that made 
made a difference. PCP, you don't care. Acid, you notice every little thing. Let me just tell you, kids, don't do any of that stuff, though, kids. Thanks for the, uh, the compliment on the Hello Kitty necklace. Here's the thing. It was New Year's, so whatever. I called a fucking lift, and it was like $40 to get, you know, 15 blocks. So what are you going to do? So that's what that was 19 into 20. And we were still okay. There was still no pandemic. That was the before times, remember? Then I got from 20 to 21. 20 to 21. What was that like, Jess? Well, I was here. I was fucking here. It was so weird. I was here, and it was a totally different neighbor. All the neighbors, Mama Z was here. Remember my girl? My girl, Mama Z, with her mohawk, and we were, we were shaving each other's it was, she was a native lady in her 60s and she was adorable and I fucking loved her and she was telling me stuff like yeah you know this dude I, I didn't even know his name I hooked up with him for a couple days at the river and then he was gone and it was a great experience and I'm like that's what I'm talking about now we since I'm you know I'll talk about that more later the the masculine in the feminine but uh I really did enjoy this year's New Year's. Thank you so much. I want to say thank you to uh, Mariachi Mota and Mrs. Mariachi Mota 505. Uh, please start following them on these social medias. And they host the most wonderful sessions. They host the uh, cannabis sessions out here. And I was invited to perform at the New Year's Eve one. Now, I didn't, uh, I didn't know for sure but I ended up running into the guy that I had sex with. Remember I was telling you about the young gentleman, the consent, the gentleman who asked me for consent. Um, so I see this young man and, excuse me, <laughs> my, my guts start to get riled. You know, did you notice I started to have a belt? Because he riles my guts, it's true. Uh, so I saw that I ended up running into this young gentleman that I had had inserted inside of me a few weeks before. Um, and well, I'll just say this, look, can, can you fuck me? I mean, okay. <laughs> I've lost a couple people because I'm talking about this guy. I don't, I don't care. I'm going to continue on. How about hugging me a little bit harder you came on my chest three weeks ago. Do you know what I, do you feel me out there, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I really feel like I don't deserve the tappa, tappa, tappa hug if I had your dick in my mouth just a weeks ago. Perhaps a stronger hug is all I mean. I'm not that needy. I'm not really that needy. We all know. But here's the thing about needs and, and me and the masculine in Le uh, <clears throat> I really think it's it has to do with, well, I've read some literature this week about the masculine in the feminine. And I believe that I am, and as well as a lot of women that I know, you know who you are, uh, are very, very masculine. I've even had a friend ask me, a male friend ask me, so you're like a high T or something? Yeah. Oh yeah, don't give me an auntie hug. Exactly. Even my auntie like puts her crotch against me. You know what I mean? Even my auntie pulls me in for it, but we're Jews. So it's like, get in here. I may never see you again. We may die. You know, we may we may be murdered after we see one another here for lunch. So let's have a very strong hug. Um but uh 
anyway, I so and also when I was thinking about the 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 kid, the young the young guy, the consent, and I really felt like I was very tough with him in regards to the masculine in the feminine. So I've been reading some literature this week and I read a bunch of things about how obviously trauma has a lot to do with if you are uh, embracing of a more masculine, um, you know, energy, we'll say. Um, uh, and here's the thing. I, I, I can't even just blame it on my people who are around me, like my parents. I mean, I can, and I will, but you know, my mom was like this. My stepmom was like this. My, you know, all the women I know were really like this. And also we, as, as young women, as children growing up, were really taught that independent, strong, you shouldn't need a man. You shouldn't need, you know, this like bullshit. My mom would always, always was like, ugh, this bullshit Disney fucking romance, you know, like so jaded. I mean, I know Disney is a bit over the top, but fuck man, I'm four years old. You want to give me like a chance to have an idea about love or like a romantic idea or thought. But I know now as a traumatized adult, my own fucking self is that when they were kids, they were taught to not have any of those feelings and to not think that that was what was up and that they weren't going to, you know, almost like you're never going to fucking get that. So don't even have the idea of it, you know? And it, and it's very, it's very harsh because it's cynical and I was a very cynical child. And I mean, I still, I still am, obviously. But, but why, why make a cynic out of a kid, you know? And I think a lot of us got that. I think a lot of us were raised in households where the, unfortunately, the caretakers were so damaged themselves that they you know, I know a lot of my friends were, were raised like myself by single parents, especially a single mom, single mom. What's she going to do? She has to grab that masculinity. She has to be tough. She has to be strong. She has to get through all this. And to my black sisters out there, it's another, that, that was another thing that was brought up in this, in this literature from this doctor, this woman doctor who talked about there's this survival skill that is ingrained in a lot of us women in this country. And it's almost like we don't have a choice. We have either, we have these two types of women, right? We have the independent, strong bitch. And then we have like soft housewife pushover, uh, you know, and where do, where but can't we have, like, can't we balance those acts? Can't we have, like, a balancing act of those two things of I don't have to be totally tough and bitch and fuck? Like, none of us can be vulnerable with each other. Not even a lot of times same sexes to each other. It's certainly not a lot of men to men, which is so unfortunate. Oh, my God, bro, fucking, I wanted to make out with her, but I felt like... I wasn't getting the vibe, you know, you know, like what if they could have like that conversation? And I hope they are. I hope there are men out there having that conversation. 
And I hope there are women out there who are able to share with one another deep parts of themselves that are that feel unloved and hidden that that we can bring up and share with one another and know that we're not alone. You know how much amazing feedback I get from you guys from from people listening to this where I think I'm I you know I will tell you, I am honest with you all the time. I'll tell you right now. I have such madness running through my head at all times. I, I, I do not have the most balanced act. You know what I'm saying as I talk about it. But that's why I talk about it. Because I feel like if I'm struggling with it, I'm sure somebody else has got to be struggling with it. And if I don't share it and let you guys know, like the more I share it and the more I trust that people are going to be okay with my information and I don't just like throw it on them, dump it on them, like act like it's all tough and I'm all cool because I fucking went through all this shit. Like that's how I've gone through most of my life with that masculine really running my whole thing, my heart being protected, what I thought, protected. And that's how do we grow then? You know whose heart was protected? The motherfucking Grinch. You want to be on the Grinch's heart? No. This fool needed to see the whole Whoville, you know, flip out with no presence and still sing and fucking be happy without any bullshit material shit. And he was like, God damn, heart, heart, beat, beat, big, big. You know what I mean? So it's really, it's available to us. But I think because of years of conditioning in households where people didn't allow us to be vulnerable, didn't allow us to say how we really felt, didn't allow, didn't allow us to be sad or angry. You know, a lot of us had to take care of our people. It's a fucking deal, but we can unwrap it, you know, together. We can unwrap it together. And, you know, it's the small places that you find joy that I think are the biggest. uh, I try to write them down because I find those the biggest places of in life. Like it's these small pieces of joy that I see that I find. Like, for instance, oh, hey, Funker, happy new year, boo. Um, Here's one of my favorite things that happened to me this week. Okay, I went to the post office, which is not usually a great, (laughs) who wants to go to the post office? Okay, I went to the post office and I was mailing a gift to my friend, Shauna. Hey, Shauna. Hey, girl. Hey. And she happens to live, now don't go stalking her, but she happens to live on a street called, on an avenue called Stoner Avenue. Yeah. What's up, 420 friendly? And I was sending her a birthday gift and the postage was 420. Shout out to all my stoners out there who understand all these references. Hey. And... When I pointed that out to the postman who was doing my little shtick, but, you know, <laughs> ringing me up. Hello, doing his job. Lovely man. And there's, you know, we have the barrier because of the COVIDs. And we have the plastic barrier. And I go, hey, man, check out, the, check out Stoner Avenue. Check out the price. And he goes, oh, hell yeah. And then he gave me high five through, the, like, on the other side of the plastic, like a jail visit. That's right. Like a jail visit. You don't think I've been, but I've been many times to visit jail. Yeah, I've been many times to visit visit jail. I'm not proud of it. It was just boyfriends, you guys, whatever. And when the hand and the hand, and I was like, oh, shit. Ah! 
Like it just made me crazy. I almost took up my, you know, Billy. Oh, Billy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so thank you, uh, for that. Like the small joys that happen in life. You know, I'm, I do this show, so I write them down, but I recommend writing them down anyways, just so you can fucking remember like, Hey, one of my accomplishments this, this year over all this sadness and all this sickness and all this madness, I got, uh, I did a jail high five through the plastic with the postman. (laughs) That shit's enough to write down. That is enough. You gotta write that, write it all down, write it all down. That's what's up. Okay, I'm sharing another very, very unbelievable moment from my week right now. I'm so excited to talk to you about this and tell you about this. If you didn't see the photo that I put up, which, you know, please, uh, you don't have to be stalking me. Uh, Please. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I love everyone's writing their experience. Okay, yes. Okay, so I... After a show, okay, I did, uh, I did, so I did the show on New Year's and I saw the guy and I was like, hug me harder. You came on my chest a couple weeks ago. Why won't you give me a better hug? Okay. Then but a couple days before that on Wednesday, I did a show at Revel, which I will be at again this Wednesday, the 5th. That's tomorrow, fuckers. And, um, I'll be doing 20 to 25 minutes. I'm featuring tomorrow. So you can come see me do a long set. Yes. yes. But this happened to be just a short little set, but it was great. It was a really fun set. And what was uh, going on before I went on stage was there was a DJ there and he was playing a song, you know, to bring people up to a song. And I was really hoping because sometimes the DJ, they'll see you and they'll make like an assessment about what they should play for you instead of... I don't know. And I was really, I was nervous they were going to play like, I don't know, like Van Halen or Led Zeppelin. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's the haircut, but I got nervous that I was going to get like a rock and roll song and I didn't. And I don't know if the DJ knew me or something, but oh my shit, this dude put on, gonna give it to you. X is gonna give it to you. I mean, DMX. Oh my God. It was like a fire had been shot through my vag up to my brains. And I was like, just it was explosive I just ran up and down the stage like my own hype woman really gonna give it to you and then I grabbed my crotch at one point and I was like oh gonna give it to you and that is oh my goodness that's like from the old school Jess Wood comedy review so but then I said uh all right DJ and I cut he cut it and then I go I just want to get the energy up in here Albuquerque and then everybody applauded and I was like Mm, that was interesting. But then I did my jokes. It was fantastic. Had a great fucking set. But I know I had one of the best sets of my life because you know how? I know. You know why? Let's wait for it. I signed a titty. I signed a titty. I signed a titty. A lady pulled her titty out. I mean, not the whole nipple and the whole shimmadang dang. Yes, ripped DMX. Rest in paradise, boo boo. Okay, she pulled it down to about here. But you know what I did? I rubbed a space out up here. I rubbed her titty. And I thought, well, that wouldn't probably go. That's probably inappropriate. But everyone had been drinking but me. I don't know how come I'm rubbing titties and I'm not drunk. But goddamn, I guess I'm fun. I'm funner than I think I am. (laughs) I'm gonna give it to you. Bang bong. Uh, fuck your life. So I signed a titty. Really a fantastic experience. I have to say I recommend it to everyone. 
<laughs> I really recommend it. Really recommend it. Okay, what else was I going to tell you about? Oh, thank you so, so much, everyone who who gave me any kind of birthday, uh, birthday wish, birthday shout out, birthday money. I got money. I got gifts. I got, uh, I got unbelievable. I was a little bit overwhelmed. Like I was a little bit overwhelmed. And then, um, huh, and then I decided, you know what? You deserve this, Jessica. You deserve this. Hey, you know, when you say that to yourself out loud in your kitchen and you're like, I got a haircut in this kitchen and now I'm telling myself I deserve love. That's what's up. What else is a kitchen for? Everything happens in the kitchen. Every time you have a party, where's everybody end up? In the kitchen. Stop it. So the only kind of harder thing that happened on my birthday was the, I had, I spoke with the pirate and I have to tell you, um, it was a blessing and a curse at the same time because it ended and I really, really believe that this is probably, I'm not going to speak with him for quite some time because it just felt wrong. It just felt wrong. Like before I feel like, oh my God, I'm engaged. I engage. I engage. It's so familiar, so familiar. And then I realized when we were talking, I really, really realized y'all that we just we bring up the bad we bring up the bad stuff in each other that's just plain plain and simple we we're, we're not able to evolve from a certain point in this relationship and we have to oh did you like my coke my coke nail my witchy witchy coke nail uh we're not able to evolve from this place and he said something to me that really, really hit me hard and I had to take it in. And I think it really has to do with the masculine again in the feminine. And that was, I said to him, how come you never helped me pay rent? And he said, you never asked me for help. And I said, but I thought, you you know, I mean, you're at my house all the time. You could like chip in or something. Like I would, I would think that you would. And he goes, yeah, but you didn't ask me and you never seemed like you need, you needed help. And I have to tell you guys, I mean, yes, there were things, it doesn't change, it wouldn't have changed him if I would have been like, I need your help. But it would have changed a little bit of the dynamic because I would have softened and asked for the help that I actually needed instead of being like, you know, if I were you, like if I were in your shoes, if I was, if I was at your house all the time, I'd fucking give you a couple hundred bucks for rent. Instead of that, that's what I was doing. All the time, all the time. I was so angry with him, resentful and fucking pissed off, but I never asked for help. Do you understand? I mean, that was a huge deal for me. Happy birthday to fucking me, right? I got off the phone. I cried and cried and cried. And it was a good cry. It was a good cry. It was a helpful cry. And you know what? My fucking birthday is the day after New Year's. Are you crazy? Do you want to have a lot of shit going in your head? You want to think about a lot of stuff? You want to reassess perhaps for the year? You want to have some pressure on your head? Get your fucking birthday the day after New Year's or New Year's. I have a great friend on here. She's got a New Year's birthday. You know know who you are. So yeah, shit, man. Talk about taking responsibility for some really hard shit. And even though, wow, I think I asked for help. I think I asked for help all the, all the time. I don't. I never do. No one would ever think that I needed help. Shit, I've been on my own since I'm 15. Fuck you. Fuck you. Bing bong. Fuck your life. Suck my dick. Da, da, da. Cock, 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 boop, boop, boop. And it's like, okay, well, do I not want any help or do I? You know? 
The only time I asked him for help, the pirate, was when my mom died to get her ashes and when my cat died to help me bury her. What am I, a fucking mafioso? Hey, I need your help. I got another body I need you to fucking deal with with me. <laughs> like, what am I doing out here? Who am I? What is happening? So learning, practicing, being gentle with myself a little bit more and being like, you know what? Maybe you do need to fucking ask for help. Like right now. Hey, how about this? There's a few of you on here. How about that? I, you know, I'm going to say, uh, if you all, what am I going to ask for? <laughs> Look at that. I'm like, what am I going to ask for? If you all could share this, that would be beautiful. Share it with your friends, share it on Instagram, uh, share it in the audio areas that it's appearing in. Um, but that's that's my spiel. I think that's enough for now. I probably should stop. I was going to tell you a little bit. Well, you know what? I'll end it with this. This is funny because I don't want to end it with too much. Uh, you know, I don't want to bring you down. I fucking love you. I love you so fucking much. Uh, it, it, it pains me in my heart. Uh, but let me just tell you real quick. Yes, I went to Hot Topic for my fucking birthday. I was like, you know what, Jessica? What do you want for your birthday? And I heard that there was a Hot Topic in town at a mall. And I was like, what mall? There seems to be a lot of outdoor malls. But anyway, I was at this mall and I couldn't figure out how the fuck to get into this fucking mall. And I'm standing outside this mall like a jackass. And I'm standing there and I'm like, what the fuck is this mall? I see a Barnes & Noble. I see a Kohl's. I don't know what a Kohl's means. I don't fucking, that's, I don't have Kohl's cash on me. So I uh, am standing in front of this Barnes and Noble and I think to myself, you know what? I'll wait for someone to come out of this structure and maybe they'll look like they shop at Hot Topic. Right after I thought that, three teenage girls are walking towards me all in the giant jeans, chains coming down from the jeans, black dyed hair, dog collars around their neck, giant, you know, some band I don't fucking have any idea about, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, Howard. And, uh, and I see them and I go, hey, girls, where's the hot topic? And they stop and they go, oh, it's right around, you know, you walk in through here and then you go down the stairs and it's, it's next to the Spencer's Gifts. Oh, shut the fuck. Right. So we're doing this. We're doing this now. Okay, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready for a Spencer's trip. So I go in and I saw, you know, and I said to them, I saw you fuckers walking over here and I knew hot topic, these motherfuckers. And they started laughing and I go, I'm so glad you're laughing because you know I love you and that's why I say that. <laughs> And they said, yeah. So I went to Hot Topic. I got a goddamn Hello Kitty choker because I turned 17. I'm almost legal, you guys. Shut up. Ghislaine Maxwell was grooming me. <laughs> Fuck bing bong. So I uh, also went to Spencer's and I got a vibrator. I did. I got a vibrator at Spencer's. You know what I love about Spencer's? You can get all your, if you, you know, if you're having a bachelorette party, you could get all your stuff for your bachelorette, but also you could get a incense or an incense holder. There's like a whole hippie area. You could get a t-shirt or a hat. <laughs> well, I went with a vibrator. It's gold and it's bejeweled. I mean, you don't put the diamonds in your coochie. Remember the jazzling? As, as long as we're talking throwbacks. All right, it's 35 minutes. I'm five minutes over. For Christ's sakes, I love you so much for listening. I love you for watching. Please, please uh, share with your friend and tag me. <laughs> I love you. Um, Yeah, 
get a get a new vibrator for the new year. If I can if I can give you any advice for 2022, give yourself some self love. You know what I'm talking about. All right, get wood on all the things. Go to the stuff and send me money. <laughs> Why not? I love you. Share it. Love you. Happy New Year, fuckers. I love you so much. <laughs>